It is week seven of the NFL season. COVID is moving games, or a game. Possibly more after this recording. I don't know. This is the Courts and Fields podcast. I'm your host, Tim Kelly, and let's get started. The big news from week six was the Green Bay Packers did not look good at all. Jumped out to an early lead, 10-0, and then that was after the first quarter, and then the Buccaneers put up 38 unanswered points and won 38-10 in one of the worst games of Aaron Rodgers' career. Now the Bucks are now 4-2 and two. after that uh, embarrassing loss the week before to the Bears. I guess just a smokescreen because they demolished the Packers. Packers fall from the ranks of the unbeaten. All that are left that are unbeaten now are the Seattle Seahawks, the Tennessee Titans, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Titans and the Steelers will meet up this week. I believe it's, it's the 8th or ninth time that uh, two undefeated teams have met up this late in the season. So it's, uh, that's, that's obviously the big game for this week. Uh, no Seahawks game to recap. The picks last week, not a good week for myself. I went one and four. My opponent also went one and four. <clears throat> but I'm 14, 15, and one on the year. She, being Karen, is 10, 19, and 1. It's kind of a social experiment. I, who, I, who follows football, am winning. She, who is not, is losing. But I assume that could change at any minute. First game, Rams at 49ers that we picked. I thought the Rams would come out and beat the Niners. Did not happen. That was her only victory of the week. Helpful for Seattle uh, in the long run as the Seahawks are now, I guess it'd be a game and a half ahead of the division, but they're undefeated. Everybody else in the division has two losses at least. The Niners have three. Rams and Cardinals both have two. So that sets up nicely. Uh, Not sets up nicely. It gives them a cushion there to lose a game. Bears at Panthers. Bears won 23-16. Sloppy game for the Panthers. I thought the Panthers at minus one would win. Did not happen. Texans at Titans. Again, one of the most, probably the most entertaining game of the weekend. A 42-36 overtime game. Texans were up 21 10 at halftime. Excuse me, the Titans were up 21-10 at halftime. It's 23-21 at the end of third. Goes into overtime. Titans just marched down. Derrick Henry, 212 yards, two touchdowns. I thought the Texans' new coach, uh, you know, they don't have their first-round pick this year. That goes to Miami, so they are 1-5. That is going to, uh, that is not going to look good. 
that's uh, you're gonna you're, you're putting the new coach at a serious disadvantage. The Titans just keep rolling, and Ryan Tannehill is uh, proving to be a good quarterback. Then it gets into the thing of Adam Gase. Got to the playoffs with him, but don't know what happened to him uh, under him. And Gase proving once again, as we've talked about before, his only good years were with Peyton Manning. Packers and Bucks <clears throat> was a, essentially a pick 'em when I saw the lines from the Westgate Sportsbook. But no, they, uh, I picked the Packers. Bucks demolished them, as we mentioned. And the game, the only game I got right, Chiefs Bills. Chiefs were minus five. Bills were home. Uh, not a particularly great game, but Mahomes was efficient 21 to 26, 225 yards. He just gave the ball to Clyde Edwards. Hilaire, 26 carries, 161 yards. They've they're got to be careful to not run him into the ground, but Le'Veon Bell got cut from the Jets. He is now signed with the Chiefs. So that will uh, add depth and help them um, in their pursuit of back-to-back -back Super Bowls. But right now, I mean, they would be, they'd be the three seed. Uh, well, yeah. Uneven schedule as it is now, but <clears throat> so the rest of the games: Cardinals on Monday Night Football annihilate the Cowboys, thirty-eight to ten. A lot of chatter from the Cowboys, the players, about how terrible this coaching staff is with Mike McCarthy, and yeah, not looking good for his first year. Now, granted, they're out without Dak Prescott, but Andy Dalton looked horrendous. 34-54, 266 yards and a touchdown. Not a good uh, not a good game for him. The Dolphins and the Jets. Dolphins win 24 to nothing as they head into a bye week. They are now 3-3. Three three. The Jets <clears throat> getting shut out. Impressive. It's hard to do. Uh, Adam Gase, as of this recording, still the head coach of the Jets. I don't know. I guess they're going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. You might as well, so keep Gase. Tell him. Keep doing what you're doing. The Dolphins, 3-3, three and three, head into their bye week, and they will be uh, starting Tua Tagovailoa after the bye week. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a little bummed out, commented that uh, he had to sit in four hours of meetings with the guy who just fired him and be joined by the guy who's replacing him. So a <clears throat> little humili humility to the situation. Uh, trade deadline's coming up. Uh, I mean, if the Dolphins, if you get anything for Fitzpatrick, you might look. I don't know. He also, uh, with Tagovailoa's injury history, you might want to keep him around. Lions get their second win of the year going into Jacksonville, 34-16. to DeAndre Swift showing uh, his breakout game. 14 carries, 116 yards, two touchdowns, showing why he was a uh, second-round pick. Out of Georgia. Steelers, Browns, the 4-0 Steelers, the 4-1 Browns. Now the 5-0 Steelers, the 4-2 Browns. 38-7. Not a good day for the Browns at all. Roethlisberger only threw 22 passes, but defense coming up big. Thanks. Ravens improved 5-1. 30-28 over the Eagles. 
Um, Eagles then uh, followed that up with a last second win on Thursday night football this week or last minute win. Uh, looked horrendous, but only 30-28 against the Ravens. Giants get their first win of the season over the Washington football team, 20-19. to And then the Giants in the driver's seat should have beaten the Eagles, lose to the Eagles on Thursday night football as they fell to one and they won in six now, but yeah, just not a good, not a good year for them. Uh, other games, the Bengals were up 14, nothing over the Colts. We're up 24, 21 at halftime, up 27, 21 at the end of the third quarter, but lose to Phil Rivers and the Colts. Uh, Rivers finally getting back on track. Looked like he might be uh, might be toast, but goes 29 to 44, 371 yards, three touchdowns. But <clears throat> the Bengals are not a good team, not a good defense. Falcons get their first win of the season, 40 to 23 over the Vikings. <clears throat> Vikings um, waving the white flag later this week or after this game by trading away Yannick Ngakwe, who they gave up a second-round pick for to Jacksonville. Uh, they shipped him off to the Ravens, who their offense not as dynamic as it was last year with Lamar Jackson. Still getting the groove of things of the season, but they gave him a third-round pick and a conditional. Problem being is the Vikings, being 1-5, are going to be... That's going to be a top 40 pick. And with the Ravens giving him a third round pick, that's going to be a pick in the 90s, probably. 80s or 90s. So that's going to be a, whew, a huge swap just for six games of, uh, is it Yannick? Uh, for six games. He got four sacks. Uh, and the Falcons, new coach Raheem Morris. Scored 10, 10, 10, 10 every quarter, which is interesting. Doubt that happens much. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it'll uh, – Dan Quinn's out there. We'll see where he ends up next year as a defensive coordinator. Maybe with the Seahawks. We'll see. A lot of football left to be played as most teams still have uh, nine or ten games left. Uh, and then the Broncos go into New England and win 18-12. to 12. Drew Locke was awful. 10 of 24, 189 yards and two touchdowns. But the Broncos come away with the win. Uh, Cam Newton started off hot. <clears throat> had a rough game or two. COVID came in. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, Belichick gets... Um, well, why wouldn't he get a pass with all the... Uh, he's got uh, more rings than can fit on one hand as a head coach. He gets a bit of a pass. We'll see what happens, um, you know, with uh, him and Tom Brady. They're seeing who is who can succeed without who. Uh, obviously, this early in the season, the Bucks and well, Brady has the early advantage. But never know the Panther, or the Patriots. I don't know why I said Panthers. Yikes! The Patriots. The division could be theirs. And they're still, still close. The Bills have dropped two games in a row. They have a get-right game this week. We'll jump into the schedule as they travel to the New York Jets. Their defense should annihilate them. Uh, 
Detroit is going to Atlanta. Be interesting to see if the uh, Lions can continue their success and Atlanta continues their success uh, from last week. Um, but that'll be, I would imagine that would be a high scoring affair as both defenses appear not to be good at all. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Can Cincinnati get their second win of the year? Cleveland is in damage control. They, uh, yeah, not a good look. Uh, Baker Mayfield is getting ripped every which way about not being a good quarterback. Cincinnati has been in some games. They lose them close. We'll see. The, the big game, as we mentioned, Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Steelers are two-point favorites at Tennessee. I am going with the Titans. Now, granted, again, uh, Westgate Sportsbook gives me the lines, so I, mean, I got them a couple days ago. So when I the, this line was accurate when I got it. I'm sure it's changed. Now, Carolina, after a disappointing loss at home to against the Bears at New Orleans, uh, Michael Thomas out. For the Saints again, it's a high ankle sprain, but it does not look like it's going well for him currently with the team. We'll see how much longer he lasts with them. Uh, they probably won't trade him now. I mean, they need him. They need him. But uh, Saints are in a really bad salary cap position. This is kind of their last stand or last chance almost. Not last chance. Breeze's last chance, of course. But they've... Uh, been creative with their contracts, but it strings money out, and uh, you get to a point where you can no longer do that, and uh, got to pay pay the Reaper or what have you. Dallas at the Washington football team. This game, I I don't even know. I mean, it is the division is so bad, so bad. It is rivaling the 2010. NFC West where the Seahawks won at seven and nine. But the Eagles lead the division at two, four, and one. The Cowboys are two and four. And the Washington football team is one and five after winning their first game and on a five-game losing streak. So Dallas wins, they will be in first place. If Washington wins, they will move into uh they'll they'll be in second place. But uh yeah, but Dallas would be three and four, and in uh, the sole possession of first place, it's uh, Dallas's uh, defense doesn't seem to be able to stop anyone at this moment. I mean, giving up thirty-eight points to the Cardinals. Also, now Cardinals are a very good offense, but uh, Washington has a pretty good front line. So we'll see if they can get through and cause Dalton to make mistakes. So you're Green Bay at Houston. Uh, Green Bay is two and a half point favorites on the road. I am taking the Texans at home with uh, Deshaun Watson should be able to Packers defense. Not what it was last year, though, really, is anybody's defense really that great right now? No preseason defense always seems to. Uh, yeah, the defenses didn't really get their practices in. Uh, well, I guess neither did the offenses, but. It's uh, the, the Packers relied on that defense a lot last year, and it's just the uh, the Smith brothers. Uh, the pressure doesn't seem to be there. Or that, I shouldn't say the pressure, but the playmaking does not seem to be there like it was last year. Now, the original Sunday night game was supposed to be Tampa Bay at Las Vegas. 
got moved, flipped with the Seahawks at Cardinals game uh, now, and we'll give predictions on both those games. But the Raiders' offensive line is all under quarantine. And the NFL says, oh, no, we think the game will go on. It'll be no problem. The game will go on. But it was moved, flexed at a different time. They have to have a Sunday night game, or that's their marquee. You know, that's all eyes are on us, and it's Sunday night, and people are home. Raiders are, excuse me, the Bucks are three-point favorites. I'm taking the Buccaneers after their impressive wins. Uh win last week. I wasn't going to say wins the last couple of weeks, but no, they lost to the Bears. The Bears are the ones with the impressive wins the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, Tampa going into Vegas. I mean, is Vegas going to have an offensive line? I mean, they will have some guys, but quarantining, you don't know uh, what COVID is going to do to their team. Kansas City travels to Denver. Kansas City should easily win that. But division game, you're up in the altitude. Who knows? Strange things can happen. San Francisco at New England. This is an interesting game because uh, I think uh, if you looked at this at the beginning of the year, this could have been a game that, uh, well, obviously Tampa Bay and Las Vegas was the original Sunday night game. But this is a game that at the beginning of the year could have been flexed into that position uh, with the COVID protocols. But the Niners bounce back and beat the Rams. But... They got annihilated by the Dolphins or, uh, the week before. A lot of injuries still on the Niners. I mean, they're just going to be snake bit. As, as Bill Simmons calls it, the year from hell. I'm sure he's he's the one who's popularized that. I don't know if... But I'm giving him credit. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, New England, though. Uh, but really bad performance. I mean, in that game, the Denver kicker made six field goals. So uh, Robbie Gold might have a uh, great week this week. Jacksonville. Oh, and sorry, that game, the Pats are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to be taking the 49ers. I uh, just think that uh, even as banged up as they've been, Shanahan uh, as. uh the Niners, even as banged up as they are, I think they have more talent than the Patriots. I mean, remember, Patriots had a ton of opt-outs from their defense because of COVID. Uh, Jacksonville at the Los Angeles Chargers. That'll be a uh, a game that I don't think many people will watch. I mean, that has to be a game between two of the smaller fan bases in the league, right? The Chargers have nobody show up to their home games. Not that people could right now because of restrictions, but even when they did, when they moved to LA, most uh, opposing fans would show up to the game. In Jacksonville, have you have you ever met a Jacksonville fan? I remember pre-quarantine, there was a guy at work that would wear a Jaguars jacket and he had a Jaguars sticker on his car. But I, I guess there there is a Jaguars fan. I've never met him though, so I... I can say I don't think I've ever met a Jaguars fan. I did. There's a girl that I went to high school with. She moved to Jacksonville. And I think she worked at the uh, the stadium for a few years. I remember seeing pictures of on Facebook, you know. And yeah, no, I. Uh, so I guess I guess, it, but that uh, that doesn't mean she's a Jaguars fan. She's just working for him. Uh, 
The Sunday night game, Seattle. Three and a half point favorites at the Cardinals. I think the Seahawks will win the game. But, 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 the Cardinals will uh, lose by a field goal or less. It'll be crazy. It is at the State Farm Stadium now, as they call it. it. used to be University of Phoenix Stadium, I believe, in Glendale. This place is a house of horrors. Three years ago, I was there when uh, Cam Chancellor, his career ended. Sherman's, essentially a Seahawks career, was ended there too. Uh, Russell Wilson got a concussion. He went to the tent. He probably should have stayed out longer than he did, but he popped right back into the game. Just not a fun place. Never mind. This is where Super Bowl Super Bowl Forty Nine happened. I believe this is also in twenty eighteen. Where is that? Where Earl Thomas broke his leg and flipped off the bench. Just not a good place for the Seahawks. Some memorable uh, moments have happened at that stadium too. Obviously, I just mentioned that one, but the uh, the second beast quake. Well, it wasn't an earthquake because it wasn't a home game in Seattle. But uh, when Lynch uh, grabbed uh, his uh, nether regions as he was jumping into the end zone. But famously, I believe the last time they played on Sunday night, it was a six to six tie game. So. Yes, strange things happen in the desert when Seattle and the Cardinals get together, at least in the Pete Carroll era. The Monday night game, the Bears are at the Rams. I think the Bears have just had a weird, weird year. They're 5-1. and one. They just keep winning. I did predict them to make the playoffs. The Rams, they're up, they're down. Uh, it'll be interesting. The... Uh, Aaron Donald can wreak havoc on the Bears' offensive line. I think the Rams win, but Bears' defense has been making the plays. Foles will, from the, what I've seen of Foles, he looks pretty awful in the first quarter or so. Then he kind of calms down and somehow wins. Much, I guess it's been his whole career. Uh, but Super Bowl MVP, Philadelphia legend Nick Foles now in Chicago, leading him to a 5-1 record. Think they win this week. Like we mentioned, Miami is on a bye week. They are uh, getting to a tag of Aloha ready. The Colts, after uh, their big win against the Bengals, they're also on a bye week. Minnesota, one and five. Surprisingly, did not fire Mike Zimmer. I don't know if that is in the cards. Uh, I would imagine at the end of the year. Interesting. Uh, GM's been there a while. Zimmer has not really had success. They thought this was the year. They have Kirk Cousins. Now, they don't have, I believe the contract is something like three years, um, $84 million, but it was all guaranteed. Cousins, uh, I mean, I think I think they'll be looking at a new, new regime change there. And uh, Dalvin Cook, they just paid him. Gave him the bag, as they say, but the dude is awesome. He's fun to watch, but gets banged up a lot, and it'll be um, 
be interesting to see what this team does. And uh, they've got exciting receiver now in Justin Jefferson, but they gave up Stephon Diggs. Uh, essentially swapped those two players, though. It was a draft pick uh, when they acquired Jefferson. But, uh, yeah, they just their offense has seemed – they don't seem to have that dynamic playmaker receiver. Adam Thielen is a great receiver, but, as you know, he's – Appears to be more of a possession type guy. And uh, Baltimore, also on by this week. Baltimore is retooling. Um, they, they're they 5-1. The record is great. They added Calais Campbell. And they cut famously cut Earl Thomas after getting into a fight with a teammate at practice. Uh, but, yeah, they brought in uh, Yannick Ngakwe. And uh, just now, or just just this week, not not just now. Uh, retooling, they're gonna have a good defense. Lamar Jackson has been, I mean, he's an awesome talent. He's been a little off. If he can get going, take the bye week, and uh, yeah, the the Rob Staten at uh, Seahawks draft blog had an interesting point. You know, the Seahawks had so much money in cap room and. You know, maybe if they would have given up uh, the uh, draft picks to get Ngakwe, spent money on Calais Campbell, how good would this defense be looking right now? It's uh, it's an interesting thought, but um, yeah, it'll be uh, it's it's a lot of what if. I mean, the Seahawks are still undefeated, and. Uh, but this is obviously a conversation that we would be having in January or February if the team falls short of these, uh, well, I guess expectations, right? Expectations are changing now that they uh, have started off so well and Russ has been throwing the ball so well. And it's just a, uh, a team that looks, uh, looks, looks like a Super Bowl contender as far as offense. Uh, defense, uh, it's a little... A little scary, but a season is long. Teams can improve. Defenses can improve. Jamal Adams has been out. He'll be out again this week against Arizona. And speaking of players, uh, Russell Wilson came out this week, talked about Antonio Brown and possibly bringing him in. And uh, Russ got a lot of heat for uh, kind of not dismissing what Brown had done, but uh, saying – Kind of the nobody's perfect line. You know, uh, Brown has quit on his last couple of teams. He's had kind of erratic behavior and, uh, yeah, been threatening people uh, via, I don't know if it was Twitter, but uh, you know, people who'd poured his stuff on him. And then there's a possible sexual assault out there that's still, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if the investigation's pending, but... Uh, yeah, that, that hasn't been resolved. So it was disappointing for someone. Russ is pretty good uh, with his comments, but I was the first time I've actually been disappointed in the guy for uh, how he talked about something, how he handled something. And, um, but, and the problem being is Brown ends up signing with the Buccaneers, reuniting with Tom Brady, who he played with for one game last year. But, you know, all this, I don't know, I don't want to say hit to his reputation, but uh, 
yeah, defending of a guy. I know Russ knows Brown and he practiced with him over the off season, but still it's just just kind of disappointing to see. Obviously he wants playmakers and would have been uh the the talent that Brown brings, but for me personally he's always been a stay away and I'm so I'm glad they missed out. Hopefully Josh Gordon, who has had his issues, but that's because he smokes too much marijuana, will uh he'll be able to join the Hawks or get reinstated at some point. The NFL has been very vague about that, but hopefully that happens soon and hopefully the Seahawks keep winning and hopefully the NFL season keeps going. And yeah, that is that for this week of the Courts and Field podcast. Join us again next week, as I say, as as I seem to say every week now. Hopefully, there will be football, but college football is ramping up. Uh, the Big Ten started this weekend. The Pac-12 will be starting in next weekend. No, two weekends, excuse me. But yes, hopefully, there's more football, more NFL football, and hopefully. These COVID cases that are supposedly ramping up, not supposedly, they are, the data shows it. Hopefully it will start to go back down. But like I said, flu season, a little nervous. But this is Courts and Fields. I'm your host, Tim Kelly. Check us out on anchor.fm or pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. We're not on Apple Podcasts yet, though. Got to figure that one out.